Hmm, interesting. Bought myself a brand new vacuum cleaner, and guess what? It sucks. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to a edition of the Walker AC Experience, and I am your host, Walker AC, and to you, my friends, yes, you still are my friends. I am known as Adrian to all of you out there in the wonderful world of podcasting land, and this, once again, is Walker AC Experience. Where is the Out of Context podcast, you may ask? We're out on assignment this week, but fear not, we shall be back next Tuesday with an all-new show full of fun surprises and maybe a couple of special things in between. Thank you to Big Time Bex, Becky for uh, doing the show with us last week. It was a hoot and a holler and actually one of the uh, quickest downloaded shows we've had in a very, very long time. So thank you to her. And of course, Ashford, as always, Ashley Majestic. She's an integral part of our show. And once again, we shall all be back next week to congregate and uh, get you guys going. Now, of course, before we get started, we'd like to send a special thank you to podbean.com, of course, for taking my $14.99 to keep all of you entertained, all of you who listen to me, listen to all of our shows, our special guests every single week, all over the world. This is not an exaggeration, folks. It's actually fact, yeah, that we have listeners from all over the world. Like I said, the UK, India, Taiwan, Turkey, all over. Now, don't worry, I will actually post the facts for podbean.com. It's all there, folks. But once again, be sure you like, subscribe, give a thumbs up for notifications, get the algorithms going. So if you're looking for a good, simple podcast to listen to, no frills, no bells and whistles, just a mean potatoes kind of podcast, you can unplug your brain for maybe a half hour to an hour a week, look up The Walker AC Experience. You can find us on so many free platforms, whether it be Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and uh, Pandora, actually. So, hey, keep it going, folks, because once again, without you, there are no us. And, man, got myself a new vacuum cleaner. And don't worry for all you millennials out there, cleaning is my thing. As I get older, I went from women to video games, back to women, to cleaning now. Because there's nothing more exciting, nothing more self-rewarding than a clean castle walker. And come on, for those of you who are not really on that bandwagon yet, just hear me out. Take this ride with me. Because there's nothing more great than coming home from after a long day at work. Or a long day just out and about. And you come home to your clean house. Got myself a brand new vacuum cleaner. It did the job. So I'm happy with that. Have to get things clean and organized. Because the first steps of self-love and self-preservation is a clean surrounding because you really can't do too much if you live in disarray and, and, and a house just disheveled and dirty and filthy. You know, you really can't get your mind right. You can't really get your zen, your, your zen going if you're surrounding yourself with filth. 
that's just my humble opinion. Of course, it's worked for me for so many years. Hopefully, it shall work for you. <sighs> and getting old. You know, I used to complain about getting old. I used to complain about being that guy who screams at clouds. Because I've lived a very long, fulfilling life. Which has been well documented for all over the years I've done this particular show. I think you've heard me humble brag about the things that I do to keep my mind clear. Keep my body right. Keep Castle Walker nice and pristine so nobody comes over. Because nobody is ever allowed in you know, the, the castle. Because it's my shtick. You know, I don't want anybody coming in and slobbering all over the place and keeping things nice. Yeah, I don't want to think about that as we go along. But very soon, Castle Walker will have one less person in the castle. Yes, you've guessed it. My little one has sprouted his wings and he's getting ready to go on his venture. Got himself a place, got himself his version of Castle Walker. I think it's Castle Walker Jr. I can't do that to him. He's his own man. to have his own doing his thing. So... I have to slow down a little bit because I get excited when I get happy for things with my family, especially my little one. Now he's leaving the nest and doing his own thing, and it's a very mixed emotional kind of bag. And fear not, people. This is not a therapy session. Just more or less like a celebration of the ones that you love, and you see them going out and doing good things, them going out and spreading their wings and flying, like I've said before, ad nauseum. As a parent, I'm happy... I'm nervous, I'm scared, I'm excited, because the big, bad, scary world isn't really ready for him. I think he's ready for them, so we're going to see what happens, folks. It's going to be interesting, now that Castle Walker is a castle of one, I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to dance around the house naked? No, that would, that, would, that would hurt. Can't have things flopping around, folks. Am I going to spend more time on my lazy boy watching television? I do that already. Or I'm going to spend more time on the podcast, making sure it's nice and crisp and pristine. Uh, maybe not. I'm digging the meat and potatoes version of this podcast because you listen to so many shows out there. And they spend so much time with editing and just so many different things out there. And I just hit record and I started talking. If it turns out tremendous, wonderful. If it doesn't, who my poor download numbers and people will get disappointed. And yeah, they might not listen to this show as much as they did the Out of Context podcast. But I try. In a couple of days, it should be a castle of one. I think I should. Uh, I think I should make the most of it. And speaking of podcasts, I like to spend send a special, special, special shout out to my friend Kevin Yu. Kevin Yu, I've known for I believe since 2002. I believe we met. In, we met uh, at our jobs, at our respectable jobs. Kevin is a great guy. And he has a podcast he does once a month called Serial and Beer. I'll repeat that. Serial and Beer. It's on Podomatic. If you download the free app, it's called Podomatic. And do a search for Serial and Beer. You find that show. Um, you make it one of your favorites. You like, subscribe. It's a very, very entertaining show. Way more entertaining than my show. But you will definitely get a kick out of it. And Kevin Yu will be on the show very soon here to discuss what he does how he does it how amazing it is and how you should definitely give it a shot but going back to the empty nest syndrome i have my little one is uh doing his own thing this is his very first apartment and we're gonna see how everything turns out he's with his loved one and now i get to reminisce about the time i first got my apartment Ooh, sit back folks 
sit by the campfire, get your blankets ready. I think it's story time with dear old Walker AC. It was a very sunny day in the, in the uh, annals of Florida, working at my job of Blockbuster Video, Look It Up Millennials, and I was living with roommates. Roommates, they were tremendous people. It was myself and three other people in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment. I slept on a couch. Yeah, fun times. And occasionally, when my roommates would invite his cousin over, big guy, and he would lay on the couch parallel to me, and he would have a uh, snoring orchestra. <clears throat> now, I snore. But this one, he saws logs, he chops up logs, he makes the logs into splinters, and makes them into paper. That's how bad his snoring was at that time. So every time he would come over, I would make a face. He knew it was coming. And he would smile and lay down on the couch and fall asleep and snore. I would not get any sleep the whole entire night. Then I would get up and go to work while renting videotapes to angry customers who did not know the meaning of turn back their tapes on time, rewinding VHS tapes. Now, VHS tapes, for all you people out there who don't get it, look it up. VHS tapes came out before DVDs. Well, you probably know you probably don't know what DVDs are. They came out before digital downloads. It was a humongous uh, square thing you would put in something called the VCR. It would play a movie. You could actually rewind it. It was great. Anyhow, I digress. I worked at Blockbuster Video for the very longest time. Come home tired a little bit after midnight, sprawl out on the couch with all my filthy roommates playing video games around me, listening to loud music. Cooking, never cleaning, but once again, what do you expect from four different from four bachelors? Tremendous time. Now, granted, the turning point was when my dear old mother came by to say hi to me, and she saw the filth I was living in. Took upon herself to rent me a one-bedroom apartment, my very first apartment. That apartment itself cost five hundred and twenty-five dollars. Now, before you go looking for that, this was back in two thousand. So you can definitely imagine the rate of pay back then in the economy. So yours truly worked at Blockbuster Video maybe 40, 45 hours a week before overtime was approved. And I spent my days in my one-bedroom, second floor. It was great. My sister lived right underneath me with, with her son. And yeah, it was a very riveting experience being on your own for the first time, not knowing shit from Shinola. I could barely grab my ass with both hands on two tries. But it was mine. It was my own personal apartment. And I had my brand new dishes, my brand new furniture. I had company occasionally, but it was mine. This is my first taste of Castle Walker. My first taste of being independent and just enjoying being by myself. And what was so bizarre, I never got lonely. I never got sad. I never wanted to be around people 24-7. That's not to say I didn't have company here and there. Family would come over, friends would come over. I'd invite a girl or two. Well, I'm kidding, folks. One girl came over, but we'll get to that in a second. And I just enjoyed my own company. I lead a very simple life. I'm a very uh, hardcore minimalist, so I didn't have a lot. Had my brand new couches. Mom got me. Thank you for that. My table. Mom got me. Thank you for that. I had bunk beds. Bizarre, yet true. But no one slept in the top bunk except for me. And when I had company, I still slept on the top bunk because no one stayed the night. Didn't want anybody staying that in my house. I digress. And so it was tremendous. Eventually I had to leave the apartment because I didn't make enough money. I spent my money poorly because I was a young kid. Once again, I didn't know the ways of the world. So that apartment didn't last too long. Now, going back to the story of, did I invite a girl over? Yes. Yes, I did. 
I will tell you that story because at this time now, at my old age, I can sit back and I can laugh at things like this because to me, it was funny at the time, but not so much for her. So let me set the stage. Working a blockbuster video, doing my thing, a couple of customers came in here and there and we got to know all of our customers by first name basis. That's what we did. That was our job. And when movies would come out like Titanic, yes, I'm old. We would announce which movies we had, and we had our particular customers. We would tell what movies were coming out and blah, blah, blah. You know, built up camaraderie, of course. At that time, there was this young lady I had a crush on. Her name is inconsequential, because I highly doubt she'll listen to this show, but we'll just call her young lady. So, after a while, I got up enough courage, enough guts, enough gumption, enough testicular fortitude to ask her out on a date. Now, lo and behold, she said yes, which I thought she was pranking me, but she actually said yes. So very next day, I combed my afro, I put on my Coke bottle uh, glasses on a Claire Dagasy Moscow, put on my best jeans and my best uh, shirt at the time, had multiple stains, but hey, I was poor back then. Went out on a tremendous date. I don't remember where I took her. Well, something extravagant. I knew it was. Because I paid for the bill of $30. I was bawling back then. Did we say bawling back then? No, bawling. Anyhow. So, the night progressed. Went back to my house. Now, before you think, Walker AC, you smooth debonair. We don't want all the gory details of your escapades. No, wasn't like that, folks. I had enough game as a two-year-old kid on a swing. Went back to my house and watched a movie. It's romantic, I know. Set the tone, indeed. During one part of the movie, I laughed. And she laughed, because it was a fun part of the movie. I'm sitting on the floor. She's sitting on the couch, which, once again, shows you my confidence as a romantic. Anyhow, funny part of the movie happened. She laughed. And as soon as she laughed, she ripped out a big fart. I'll let that hang out there for a second before I say it again. She let out a very loud fart. Now, of course, she didn't mean to do it. You know, she didn't mean to do it on purpose. She did it on accident. And, of course, at the time she let out that fart, there was a lull in the movie, and my whole apartment was silent for about a good 10 seconds. And then I hear, excuse me, in a very timid voice. Now, if that happened to you, you would, A, ignore the expulsion of gas and the person you really had a fondness for his body and you kept watching the movie. B, you just say, no worries, it happens, no big deal. Or C, you laugh maniacally. Guess which one yours truly did. Yes, folks, if you hit C, you won the prize. Now, what is the prize, you may ask? After laughing maniacally and not really thinking about it, because once again, I had enough game, game as a two-year-old, she got quiet and finished watching the movie, and once the movie was over, she was, a, she was a pro. After she watched the movie, she stood up and said, I'm going to leave now. She gave me a hug. She walked out the door, never seen her again, never seen her at Blockbuster ever again, until maybe five or six years later when I came across her at the mall, and yeah, got the cold shoulder. Now, don't worry, I know what you're thinking. Walker AC, you suave debonair, you shouldn't have laughed. But... Those of you who know me already through this show, you know I'm kind of a smartass. I'm 
kind of a silly guy. I don't take life too seriously. So maybe it really wasn't a good idea to laugh at it. But, you know, when you have a crush on somebody, you don't know what you're doing. So you tend to laugh at a whole lot of things. So there goes my dream girl in the first Castle Walker. Embarrassing, yes. Comical, yes. Made for good material, 30, 40 years down the road. Absolutely, folks. Had to share that with you. So just if you're ever wondering, you know, why is Walker AC single? There you go, folks. I have all the couth in the world. As I was saying, the first Castle Walker was tremendous. Did I have any pets? Yes. Had a bunny rabbit, a rather large bunny rabbit that was given to me as a housewarming gift because I guess money was too easy. Now, once again, me, the intelligence of a flea, I let the rabbit run loose for a little bit and little did I know rabbits have a propensity to leave pellets everywhere they go. So my brand new couch, I had pellets in the seat and trying to pick up the bunny rabbit. Nobody told me that bunny had claws. So after getting clawed up a little bit, bunny lasted for all of two weeks. Thought about getting a dog, but no, I'm too lazy at that time to uh, clean up doggy poo. And yours truly, once again, was a financially strapped young man. I didn't have much money, so I had a beeper. I'll let that hang in the air once again. I had a beeper. Now, for for those of you who do not know what a beeper is, buckle up. A beeper was a small apparatus, about the size of a tic-tac box. And people can page you. They would type in your number and they could leave you a brief message like hi or call me or emergency. And then a the little signal would go to that little bitty box and the box would vibrate. Or it'll make a very a very high pitched noise or just a small little song blurb noise. And then you would stare at said beeper. It would tell you who called and then you go to the nearest phone to call that person back to find out what they wanted. Now, going back to not having any money, my beeper will go off and I will go to a payphone. Now, see, for now, for those of you who are in my age bracket, you're laughing your head off at this. Now, for those of you in your 20s, you're probably looking at, you know, your phone going, what is a pager? What is a beeper? What is a, what is a payphone? See, I'm educating you, so you're very welcome. A payphone is a phone outside you had to put quarters in to make a phone call. So yes, imagine getting a imagine getting a page on your beeper, getting up, leaving your apartment, finding a uh, payphone, inserting twenty five cents, calling the person back and find out what they wanted. That was my life, folks. That was my life. Now you would think you're asking yourself, Walker AC, but but why didn't you save your money and and get a phone? Well, a house phone at the time. See all these new terminologies here. A house phone. I didn't have enough money for so I carried around a beeper so if my work needed me they would page me go run downstairs run across the street to the payphone call my job and find out what they wanted then I would go into work it was a very very tremendous life no wonder why I was single for the longest time but those were the times I had friends that come over we'd hang out play video games watch tv and everything in between and it was it was interesting being so emancipated, being so on your own and not really worrying about too much other than where's my next meal coming from or how I'm going to pay for my electric or, hey, I'm on a toilet paper. I have to wait for another week till I get paid because I wanted to be a grown up so bad. 
I tried not to reach out for assistance from, from, from my mother or from relatives or for friends. If I didn't have money to eat, I didn't eat. If I didn't have money to buy toilet paper, I didn't have money to buy toilet paper. If I didn't have money to pay my pager bill, that was a hoot. I couldn't do so. But it taught me how to be an adult. It taught me how difficult it was to be an adult. Having deposits on electricity, having deposits on cable, you know, deposits on water. It was much more interesting then. And going through the struggle of learning how to be an adult is what shaped me to what I am today. Now, don't get me wrong. Am I am the best with money? Probably not. It could be better. But am I more responsible when it comes to things that are in my life? Yes. I can honestly say with 100%, yes. I'm more more responsible with the things I have because I understand that everything can go within a matter of seconds. Within a matter of minutes, things can leave, things can disappear, can be taken away from you. And with that knowledge, it has taken me from being that young little boy with his first apartment to being a man with a castle, steady income, great job, blah, 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 all the things I've ranted and raved about before that you're probably sick of hearing up until now. And so now I look at my 19-year-old and I see that version of myself, the nervous, the scared of the unknown, you know, little kid that I was. I see that in him and how he's rushing about to move into his place very soon to rent a truck and move all his belongings, not thinking about what's out there, not thinking about I'm going to need this i'm going to need to put a deposit down for this and i'm going to need to budget money for food and everything else and it's so exciting it's so scary and i want to hold his hand through it and i want to give him a list of things that he's going to need and i want to be just down his neck telling him things to do but then again i i, I can't i have to let him figure it out now granted I'm going to be there for him every step of the way, but I can't hold his hand. I'm going to have to have him go out there in a big, scary world and make it on his own. Now, granted, he's have so much more up on me. Now he has a tremendous paying job, full time, 40 hours a week benefits, all the fun trimmings that I didn't have back then because I was too silly and so naive to really get my wits about me to maintain particular things. And he has a strong partner and companion to help him out with that to help each other out with that and I didn't have that so in saying that I was terrified I do have a calming sense about me to know that he's going to make it and I've had that conversation with him that if he fails it happens pick yourself back up maintain your sanity get your priorities straight and just keep going. Just keep pushing forward because it's going to get tough. Life is going to knock you down. Being young, life is going to test you in so many ways. And you're going to find out how strong you really are. And I never had that pep talk. I never had somebody pull me aside and say, this is what you need to do. No shade on my mother or anything. But, you know, she did the right thing by saying, okay, this is your apartment. Make it work. Because... That's what I'm supposed to do. So now as I sit back, as I sit here, right here, right now, counting down the moments until my little one does this thing and 
I try not to bawl my eyeballs out like a proud parent. I'm going to sit back and look at his empty room, look at the empty castle. And then I'm going to sit down and turn on my microphone, hit record, and do my show, do the Out of Context podcast, do the Walker AC podcast. And I'm going to keep moving and say a nice little silent prayer for my little one. Because I know deep down inside he really doesn't need it because I know he'll make the most of it. And of course, if anything goes wrong, you know, Castle Walker will always be open for him because anyone else will get eaten up by the alligators in the moat. But I think I'll have space enough for him just in case anything goes wrong. So that's my little diatribe on my little one, you know, fleeing into Coop and carving his own path in the world because he's a great musician. He's a great artist. He's a great human being. And he's 19 and he's just getting started. Whereas, you know, Father Time has caught up with Mr. Dad, Walker AC. And as my journey is ending, his is beginning. And I can sit back in my lazy boy and I can be at ease to know what he's done. And what he's going to do. And how he's going to fall. How he's going to get back up. How he's going to fall again and get back up again. As many times as I have, probably even more. But I think he will. I think he'll be all right. I know he'll be all right. Because if he's not all right, he's going to run back kicking and screaming to Castle Walker. And I think he has way too much pride to do that. So I know he'll make it on his own. Just like I have for all these years. Just like I have struggled. I have scratched and clawed my way through another podcast to be entertaining, to entertain all of you. To always have that little nervous thing in the back of my neck worrying about what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it. If it's going to be entertaining, if it's going to reach out and relate to all of you out there who are parents and who are, you know, sending their kids off to college or their kids are moving away to do their own thing or kids in the military or they just want to go do their own thing and experience life. And we are, you know, terrified. And we want to hold their hand. And we want to coddle them. And just, you know, want to shield them from everything. I think I've done the best job that I can. I think at a certain point, you give your, 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 your loved one the knowledge enough to go out there and make it work. Not necessarily a pep talk, but just... A warning, I guess. A warning on how cruel the world can be and how people can manipulate and use you and abuse you and get what they can out of you and suck you dry until there's nothing more. Or you can tell them how amazing the world is about how you're stepping foot out of what you know into the unknown and how great the unknown can be and how much it has so much to offer you and so much opportunities out there and how everything is yours for the taking. You look at things in a different perspective. You don't go to work. You go to take from work. You go to take a paycheck from work. You go to take an opportunity from work. And the moment you take and you have enough that you take from them, you go and find another job, another career that you can take from. And everything you take, you can put towards something that you desire. It'd be food. Different kind of food, different kind of car, different kind of place to live, different things to wear, different opportunities that will benefit you because everything is out there for you to take. Of course, you're going to earn it. 
because that's what you go there for. But you just take things. And once again, it sounds kind of selfish, but if you really think about it, you go out there and you take. That's what we've all done. That's what we're all going to do. And I wish the best for my little one. Now, granted, I can't call him a little one because he's a man. But he will be always my little one. I wish my little one nothing but the best. Because I know he has so much out there that he can take. That he'll be taking for many, many years. And then he'll always give back with his music and his artwork and just who he is as a human being. He's going to be great. He is not Walker A.C. Jr. He is the first of his kind. And I know he'll do well. And with that, folks, the old man is proud. The old man will sit back in his lazy boy, slump down, sit back with a big grin, knowing that uh, he did well. That'll do, Walker AC. That'll do. And that'll do it for this week with this show of the Walker AC experience. Of course, come find us on the 22 free apps that are out there. You know which ones they are. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Google Podcast. Everything in between. This has been the Walker AC experience. I have been Walker AC. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for tuning in every single week. For chicanery, for tomfoolery, for silliness, for laughter, for knowledge, for thought. But most importantly, thank you for tuning in, period. We will see you back next week with a brand new episode of the Out of Context Podcast of myself, Big Time Bex, Ashley Majestic, Miss um, Bradley from Cerberus. Who knows what you'll find on the Out of Context Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Walker AC, and to you, my friends, you will always be my friends. To those of you who love me, who hate me, everything in between, I'll talk to you next week.